Welcome to Heart and Soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers. And I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. Hello, Sam. Hello, mistress. Basically, you are going to express where you are on your journey, what you've been learning. You're going to help other people to understand what it's like to really be on the journey when it has to do with truth and not your dick. Like, your dick is a part of it, but it is not what you're here for. Yes, mistress. When you called me initially, what were you looking for? I was a different way to pleasure myself by finding or giving myself over to someone else. And I thought that that would be a new and different way to bring pleasure to myself. Hmm. And so it's, that was July, that was July of last year. Yes, mistress. Tell us about your journey with me so far. So it's now June of 2017. You started in June, uh, July of 2016. Give us a summary of what your journey has been like so far. It's had some ups and downs and... Uh, steps forward and steps backwards but I would say very early on in my journey and by listening and talking with you mistress I realized that this idea of submission held deeper energy than what I had initially just thought it was for and I started to feel that there was greater potential in becoming submissive and seeing how that could be a difference maker for me and my energy Um, you know over the last year there were I would say many ups and downs driven by my own life and my own desires to be selfish and in control but through my conversations with you mistress I've learned that those desires and that being selfish and feeling the need to control were really only covers for my fear of being transparent and open and honest and clear with someone as insightful and as as emotionally powerful as you, mistress. How do you feel right now talking to me, Sam? The last few weeks have been amazing. Uh, I feel... Listen to the question. How do you feel right now talking to me? I feel free. I feel like I can express anything and everything that I feel to you, mistress. I know that 
the more open I am and the more clear I am uh, and the more willing I am to serve you, the better it will make the rest of my life. Let's talk about that because when some people hear a statement like, if I serve you, that my life will be better, their mindsets will automatically go to money and it will automatically go to this um, this vision of someone being overbearing and taking over the person's life to the point that they are a robot. Neither one of those things apply here, do they? No, not at all, mistress. In fact, I would say it's your generosity and patience and willingness to help me along this path that's made me realize that submitting to you is not about money or being a robot or being told what to do or any of those things, but it's that being submissive to you frees me to focus on others' needs and frees me to be totally open and honest and your patience and willingness to help me on this journey has only made me feel a desire to please you even further. When I told you that you would be coming here to do this interview, and I didn't ask you, I told you that you would be doing this. Uh, when I told you about it, I knew that there was potential here for a solid interview, but um, I did not anticipate how insightful you would be and how well you would be able to express yourself. So I'm quite pleased with you right now. What are the benefits of pleasing me, Sam? The benefits of pleasing you <laughs> are so many, but it's that feeling that I'm being honest and truthful with myself and knowing that I don't have to have control and that if I direct my energy and attention towards you, that in and of itself is the reward. Mm-hmm. Good boy. For those listening, I want you to pay attention that he did not mention his dick at all. Sexual pleasure, there was no hint of that. His attention is fully on me right now. How long did it take you to get to that place, Sam? Quite some time, Mistress. I I find I found that oftentimes I would feel that I was using our time as a means to my own ends. But mm-hmm. in in our last conversations Hold on, hold on. That's what you were doing. Now, I didn't say anything about it in the beginning, but I did redirect you over time. So you thought that you were getting away with that, didn't you? Yes, mistress. Mm -hmm. And over time, I would point it out to you, and I would tell you that that's not going to work with me. I'm not sure. Did you ever get blocked? No, mistress, you didn't block me. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Then we've had that conversation, because you've had some unhealthy patterns over the past year, but somehow you've managed to not get blocked. 
that's always interesting because once a person gets blocked, trying to get my doors to reopen to them, trying to get me to reopen those doors can be pretty tricky and they get creative. And, you know, the point is that you don't have to get, those doors don't have to close. All you have to do is be a good boy. Go on with what you were saying. Tell me more. In each of our conversations, I felt that there were lessons and directions you were trying to give me. And early on, I was almost paying them lip service, but not really taking them to heart but whenever I struggled or whenever I had a feeling of pulling back or returning or being inconsistent you were so forthright and direct and to the point that it charred me and in the last two or three weeks when you reached what I think was your limit of my own selfishness and my own playing games, the sternness and the clarity and the honesty you demanded of me opened my eyes to the fact that I was trying to play these games or I play these games all the time. Hmm. And, and if I want to be better then this would be the first place for me to learn to stop playing games. Good boy. Submit. Good boy. And how do you feel right now talking to me? I feel anxious and energized. (laughs) Uh, I feel excited and scared. What are you anxious Uh, about? What are you scared of? These are all still very new steps for me, mistress, to turn myself or my intentions towards someone else completely is is different, and that is scary. Well, let's talk about that. So, it can absolutely be scary to be vulnerable to another human being. It can actually be scary to look at oneself in the mirror and, you know, to acknowledge what you are seeing. But let's talk about how, as a submissive male, you have to drop those walls, look in the mirror, and not only see for yourself, but you have to then express um, or communicate honestly with me. That is scary. And it should be. It's a part of the excitement of being in the lifestyle. Yeah, I I think that I feel all of those things that you were speaking of, and I think it's no different than any other behavioral change or growth, whether it's exercise or eating better or creating good, positive habits. Mm -hmm. Being or choosing a path in the lifestyle means making that choice every time and committing to the values of being submissive which are to be truly open and transparent and in service of 
you, mistress. When is the last time you touched your dick, Sam? The last time I touched my dick was the last time we spoke, mistress. <laughs> was that also the last time that you came? Yes, mistress. So tell me what the past six days have been like for you, sweetheart. Filled with anticipation of this assignment, mistress. Our last call was so revealing to me about our path, or my path, and your energy to bring me along and willingness to do so as reflected in this assignment filled me with tremendous anticipation. And how much have you wanted to touch that dick? So badly. On and why dick. haven't you? Because I know that touching my dick and pleasuring myself is actually the opposite of what I should be doing, which is to learn how my service can bring pleasure to you, mistress. Why is it so important to please me? Because uh, in my role as a submissive, my energy and my focus need to be on you and not on myself. Now, let's look at how your vanilla life has been different over the past six days. My Focusing, life? not touching, just focusing more on who you are as a person, as a sub, getting rid of these stupid games. How has that impacted your vanilla, or when I'm saying when I say vanilla, is non-BDSM, your regular life? I find myself trying to understand how I can apply those same principles to every part of my life. Uh, I think feelings of frustration due to self-control or desire to control or desire to decide still exist for me, but as I reflect about them through sort of the prism of being a submissive and the pleasure and freedom, really, I feel the energy and positive emotions from being submissive. I, I try to find instances to apply those in my vanilla life. If you leave, if you live a life that is 110% focused on your dick, like your dick determines who your friends are, who you date, how you see people at work, how you interact with almost anyone that you meet. What kind of life is that when your dick is dictating who you are, how you think, and how you behave with people? It's one-dimensional, mistress. It's, it's lacks fulfillment of all of the other parts of my body and mind. And sexual gratification in those types of situations 
on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm estimating that it would be pretty low. Because all you're doing is exciting your dick. But you have to work harder at it. Because the excitement is coming from the outside, not the inside. And when you're on this journey with me, everything becomes more intense. Touching, not touching, the way that you touch, coming or not coming, all of those things become more intense and even more meaningful. Isn't that right? That's absolutely right, mistress sexual release and sex outside of submission to you are expressions and feelings of aggression, frustration, self-motivation, and the energy from being a submissive is so different. It's warmth and excitement and I keep coming back to this word of freedom but it, it feels free and positive mm-hmm. what are you thinking about right now I'm thinking about whether or not this interview will please you mistress <laughs> immensely you're doing very well thank you mistress and Speaking of which, speaking of pleasing Adam, specifically, you've been in the lifestyle, at least on this account, for at least five years. But it's not uncommon for someone to have, you know, three or four accounts and come back periodically and start all over again. Is this your first account? Yes, mistress. Okay. So you've been here actually for right at five years. Again, probably on and off. You know, not every week for five years, but, you know, you'll be active for a while and then you disappear. There are two things that I want to ask you. So you've been around long enough to know what it's like um, to engage in these different sorts of gameplay with doms. What is it like to be used for your money under the pretense of submitting? I'm going to whip out my credit card and I'm going to call this submission. It requires nothing of you as a person. It's just your wallet, which is nothing more than usury. Yeah, that you're absolutely right. And all of my experiences in lifestyle or in these forms of release before speaking with you, mistress, were really one-sided where I still controlled the situation. But even this assignment is a reflection of me not having control and giving it over to you, which is a totally different way to experience the lifestyle. What's most important to you right now, Sam? your satisfaction, mistress. Good boy. Now, let's look at something that I'm sure other people are wondering. If you've been a good horny boy for six days, probably just being here talking to me 
is sexually stimulating because you know what I'm capable of doing. And so somewhere in the back of your mind, you are aware of what I'm capable of doing. And yet, that is not the focus here. How do you feel about that? I feel very in your hands and in your service, mistress. I know that. I know very much so what you're capable of doing. And I know that that I know what that is, but I know that if I were to focus too much on that, it would actually not please you. And if my path is to please you, then I have to clear my mind of that and focus on you, mistress. Are you turned on right now? Yes, mistress. And yet, you are doing a really good job of focusing, of expressing yourself, of communicating well, which includes listening. Have you touched that dick at all during this conversation? It's been about 23 minutes. Have you touched it all? No, mistress. Why not? Because it's not what you would want, mistress. Hmm. All right, so what I'm going to do here is pause the interview. I'm going to do a little tease and denial with you. <laughs> and we're going to come back and talk some more. Okay, Sam, so we're starting again. So let me explain what just happened. There's a little break in the program. We stepped away for about seven minutes and I walked you through a tease and denial session where you were absolutely teased and absolutely denied. Just to recap, it's been six days since you orgasmed. It's also been six days since you touched that dick. Is that correct? For pleasure. Is that correct? Yes. yes and mistress. you have not had sex in those six days, correct? No, mistress. What was that tease and denial session like for you? It was so, so amazing. Why? Focus, get your thoughts together. I know it's more difficult to think now, but focus. Why was it amazing? To have been so open and public about my submission to you and then mm -hmm. to have you guide me in a tease session where I had to continue to focus on you and your commands it connected what I was saying before to what you were making me do and how you were controlling my dick and my movements. Mm -hmm. This takes things to a whole new level, doesn't it? Yes, mistress. How is this different from pretending to submit? It's so much... It's so much different in that my whole head and body feel connected and committed to your commands, mistress. 
everything aches for your words. Good boy. Now here's a question, and people do this all the time. Someone will call me for the first time, thinking that I'm some princess dom, you know, and they want to give me gifts or presents. Obviously, they have not read anything that I've written, either on my profile or on my website, or they would know that they were wasting their money. And so when they find out that I'm not going to perform for them, that I'm not going to take their requests and create fantasies for them, they simply hang up and disappear. I block them so that they don't wander back into my space. But how is this different from getting what you have in your mind that you want? My expectations are no longer important. What I expected from our first call to what our calls are now they have no expectations because my trust is that you will do what is right, mistress, and mm -hmm. I no longer have to guide or control or play games to achieve my needs. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? The more you submit, the more your needs are met. Yes, mistress. Let's talk about the actual orgasm or the actual release. I call them offerings. <laughs> what does it mean to give me an offering, Sam? Uh, it means everything, mistress. It means that in that phone call or in our time together, to be able to give you an offering hopefully means that I have pleased you in our time together. And in my purpose to be honest and open and focused on your pleasure the offering is my ultimate gift mm -hmm. and I want to point out to people who listen that it's not made messy by distractions I don't distract with gameplay mm power struggles, um, you know, struggles to nickel and dime a client to death. That is not tied into session time, and it most certainly is not tied into release under m normal circumstances. So this is a situation where the person is absolutely open and vulnerable and desperate and fucking horny as hell and he is vulnerable to me in all those regards and what do I do when I see you vulnerable like that Sam you torment <laughs> and and bring your dick is getting hard just thinking about this aren't you isn't yes, it <laughs> Go on, I'm listening. You bring me to an edge where I feel like I'm going to crumble or collapse or revert and then push me even further. Mm-hmm. So that I learn new depths or 
expanded boundaries of what it means to truly be vulnerable and submissive to you, mistress. How has this journey aided you in real life, Sam? We touched on it earlier, and you gave one answer, but I want you to speak now as a person who is horny and desperate. Let's, let's be clear. How fucking desperate are you right now? Very desperate, mistress. How horny are you, Sam? My entire body is shaking, mistress. Good boy. What do you say? Thank you, mistress. Good boy. This, in the rest of my life, it, I feel like, how can I take this energy of being submissive and replicated in all of my actions mm-hmm. and find my own strength from seeing how far I can bend and push and adjust and find new capabilities for myself, mistress. Mm-hmm. It reduces my frustration at others and a need to control, which ultimately actually brings me more strength in mm-hmm. most situations. Would you say that the word balance applies, Sam? Yes, mistress. Mm-hmm. It, it puts, it puts, that's the exact right word. It what puts, would you say? Go on, finish. It puts all of the activities in my life in better balance. There's no need for one over all others. And it reminds me that there are different approaches to every situation. How does it feel to be so vulnerable, sexually, emotionally, mentally, physically, that you are begging for what it is that your body is crying out for? How does it feel to be that desperate, sweetheart? I feel... I feel like I'm gasping for air Mm -hmm. and reaching out and holding onto whatever it is I can, but knowing that actually being submerged is where the pleasure is. You're talking about the beauty of submission. That's exactly what you're talking about. The beauty in the act of submitting, not in the act of getting what it is that you secretly wanted and that you're trying to manipulate the person and the situation to get. You're talking about the beauty of submission. You were not speaking like this a year ago. You've come a long way, sweetheart. Thank you, mistress. What advice would you give to a submissive male who is struggling with his own submission. To trust in the lifestyle and trust that control is actually not what you need, but to give is greater than receiving. And what do you give? Be very clear about all that you give. What is it that I require of you, Sam? Focus honesty, mm-hmm. communication, transparency. Uh-huh. Have I ever required or even accepted a tip or a tribute from you? 
No, mistress. Never. And what happens if I don't get the openness, the honesty, the integrity, the vulnerability, those things that I'm looking for? What happens if I don't get them? What did I tell you in our last session, six days ago? What did I say to you? Do you remember? If, if I couldn't do those things, then there was no point in us speaking and that you would block mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. mistress. This is the first confession. I'm going to call this series uh, Confessions of a Sub. <laughs> and you are the first. I will, of course, as I indicated, I'll take care of your identity. But this is going to be an interesting series. And I'm going to have you back on so that you can update people on where you are with your journey. Now, this interview is coming to a close. How much have you enjoyed aching for me today? Very much, mistress. What is it like to ache for me? Just to feel like my ache has purpose. And to feel like it's not about me. Do you think today's offering is going to be like, Sam? Whatever it is you would like, mistress. No? What do you think it's going to be like after being open and vulnerable, not just for me, but for people that you know will be listening to you? I think it's going to be incredible. I think think the offering will feel even more freeing than before. Mm-hmm. It, it will be not encumbered by the anxiety or the fear that I had before mm-hmm. today's interview, mistress. What a beautiful confession. I love it. This is the first of many to come. This is going to be a lot of fun uh, to do on a regular basis and to follow up with you. I'm going to end this interview now, sweetheart. You hold on for me. We've got to get the offering out of you, right? Yes, mistress. Thank you, mistress. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today, guys. We'll be back with another episode of Heart and Soul another time. Take care.